We talk trends on a Thursday. Trend spotting with Brett Rogers, culture lead at Have You Heard Marketing. Good morning, Brett. Over the last while, uh, we have on this radio station been talking about shrinkflation. Fascinating conversation between Papatsen and Wendy Nola yesterday about shrinkflation. It's like when you remember that when a slab of chocolate used to weigh 100 grams and a can of cool drink used to be 340 mils or a box of tissues had 200 tissues inside now it's only 180 but they all cost the same price as when they were at their previous volumes but you want to take us further there's a new term not shrinkflation but skimpflation what's skimpflation how's it lester good morning yes skimpflation Look, there are all these kind of ways that they try and um, they try and uh, get more money out of us, unfortunately, and we have to keep uh, keep aware. So, um, shrinkflation. Um, uh, well, there's three things that we look at, right? There's inflation, which is regular. So, a hundred gram packet of chips was ten rand, and now it's you know thirteen rand. And then uh, shrinkflation is the same uh, same product, but it's smaller. Uh, and it's uh, and it, it you know still costs the same amount of money. And then skimflation is when the product appears to be the same, but the quality of the ingredient is worse, or the pricier uh, ingredients are cut out, uh, um, so the chips still look the same, but they're using like say poorer quality potatoes mm. or using uh, a, a lower quality uh, salt or less salt, and you know things like these are often hidden in. Uh, in things like uh, new and improved or uh, brand new recipe and things like that. Uh, those are the, the ways that they try and get those things. So an example would, things. So an example would be a, a cookie manufacturer, a biscuit manufacturer, used to use 100% non-salted butter, now using margarine in their recipes. It tastes a little different. You can maybe taste the the absence of pure butter, but... The price, everything, even the volume is still the same, but the ingredients, what goes into that product, that has changed. Yeah, exactly. That's exactly the case. Um, it, and it's the, the ones where it's, it's harder to notice, right? With inflation and, and shrinkflation, those things are, are tend to be a bit easier to notice. But with skimflation, uh, it, it really becomes a, a fast kind of sneakier thing, Um uh, I think if you look at something, and you know, I'm not wishing to throw any brand on the bus because I don't really know. But if you look at Zoo biscuits, you know, from you know, five years ago, ten years ago, compared to now, that those biscuits no longer look like uh, your favorite polar bear. Uh, they look like uh, you know some gum that landed on the, on the floor. Um, and um, you know, have they changed the product? Have they changed the quality of the the, the sugar, the butter? You know what is happening there. Something has happened that the product has changed dramatically, um, and usually it's, it's something to do with adjusting the quality of the ingredients or um, just putting lesser quality ingredients in there. I don't know if I would mind if a look. There's a difference between the retailer selling you the product or the manufacturer making you the product, and I don't yeah. know whether I would. I probably want to be informed if a retailer is saying, look, this used to be a 100-gram product, now it's an 80-gram product, or a manufacturer saying, maybe even couching it by saying, brand new recipe, try it, see if you like it. But simply just changing it without informing me, particularly if I've developed some sort of brand loyalty to, let's use the biscuit 
example yeah. that affects me as a consumer not only in my pocket but in my relationship with this brand or this product yeah it absolutely does i think i think things like these uh, tend to be quite kind of um underhand and sneaky you know the, these are not things that that brands are are proud of you know so they they're very rarely going to tell us and you know there's a very famous example um in the tech world uh, of this which is um which is our iPhones. Um, so um, if you're talking about skimflation, uh, you know, when, when you used to get an iPhone, you used to get a charger, you used to get uh, headphones, um, and and nowadays you don't even get a charger, you don't get headphones, but the things are still getting more and more expensive, and you have to pay more for the charger, you have to pay more for the earphones. To the extent where, you know, you, you were saying you'd want, the, you'd want the, the, the grocer or the store to tell you you know, if you're getting a slightly different product, of course you would. And uh, in in South America and Brazil, they actually decided uh, in in favor of um, of the consumer that they have to include chargers inside those those boxes. That's not allowed. That they can't just add a charger. Um, so in in places like that, they actually just you know, stick a charger onto the, the outside of the box, and you get that. Um, but in other parts of the world, you, you don't get that, and I think that's happening here as well. But you don't, you don't get a charger, um, or you know, you don't get the, the the base that you plug into the wall. Uh, and it's so it's it's something that we have to be quite vigilant about. Uh, it's something that we don't notice and can sneak up on you, and the next thing you know, you know, you lose even more money, and it's quite it's quite challenging for the consumer. Yeah, I, I think also another example would be uh, when the sugar tax came. Uh, was implemented and uh, the beverage drinks gave you all these options of sugar-free, no-free, even what was deemed as the regular drink tasted a little bit different because companies were manufacturing their drinks. If you added sugar, that would end in, they'd end up paying for that to get that sugar, to put it in, in your drink. They did not necessarily pass on that, that charge. I know if you go to some takeaway restaurants you pay a little bit less if you take the diet coke instead of the regular coke but there have been these subtle changes in formula and formulations in certain particularly drink products that have seen them having to cut costs somewhere and they're scumping on what you would think would be the regular sugar drink and please don't see this as an endorsement to go drink full sugar soda but that's an example they've they've tweaked the recipe slightly so that they don't have to pay extra in terms of the sugar tax for that drinks that they make you know at at, at the end of the day the consumer is is always somebody that is going to need to be paying attention because uh, i mean look i i you know every now and then i land up whining on 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 the show left about uh, about the world and this is one of those occasions where, um, where we just have to be careful because the you know there's not anybody who's going to really protect us, especially against things like this, because these are things are are so slight and so sneaky that you know you have to have a class action lawsuit if you want to do things like that. You know, so you have to be careful and watch what you're ordering, watch what the products are. When they say new and improved, check what's new and improved. <laughs> <laughs> what's new and improved. Brett Rogers, culture leader, have you had, have you, do you have an example of skimflation? We know what shrinkflation is. It's where 
The price stays the same, but the volume of whatever that product is changes slightly, decreases slightly. But skimflation is when they say they've changed the formula, new and improved recipe, but the quality, you can taste the quality isn't the same. Do you have an example for us? 0725671567.